Good morning, brothers and sisters in Christ. We are grateful to our Father in heaven. Abba Father. For his goodness. For his mercies. For his love and kindness. For his benevolence. For his care. His support. His interventions. We thank him for his protection, his healing, his deliverance, his restorations. We thank him for his hand that is upon us, his eyes that are on us. We thank him for his promises, his word. We thank him for the seal of his spirit who lives within us. We thank him for his excellent greatness and his mighty works. Our Father deserves all our thanks. He's done so much for us. Oh yes. He's a good God. He's a merciful God. Above all, he's faithful. Oh yes, he's faithful. He is faithful, forever faithful. Yes, his faithfulness is forevermore and his faithfulness is forever sure. We can count on his faithfulness. I also want to thank all of you, wonderful people, partners, friends, colleagues, for this journey that we take together, which has been sustained over years. And we thank God for the grace, the enabling grace for the messages and for the prayer and for this partnership. This is the doing of the Lord. Oh yes. I was reflecting on the message And I believe the Lord dropped the name Docas in my spirit. I just didn't know why. But the reference to that name, Docas, can be found in Acts chapter 9, verse 36 and verse 39. But the story goes beyond those verses. This is a lady, a disciple, who lived in a town called Joppa. 
She was known for her good deeds and her arms. Her good works, her benevolence, supporting the ministry of the apostles. And it came to pass that she fell ill and died. So according to the account in the Acts of the Apostles, she was washed and sent to the upper chamber and she laid there. Another time the Apostles were in a town called Leda which was close to Joppa. So they sent some men to tell them or inform them about the death of Dorcas. So Peter was informed and immediately he rushed from Leda to Joppa. When he came, he saw the widows and all the people gathered, weeping. According to the account, Peter knelt down beside the dead Dorcas and prayed to Almighty God and said, the other name was Tabitha, Dorcas, Tabitha. And he made a command, Tabitha, arise. And she that was dead came back to life. She arose. For Peter, this wasn't any strange thing to him. He had walked with Jesus. He saw Jesus raising Lazarus from the dead. When he commanded Lazarus to come out of the tomb, he heard Jesus telling them that the works that I do, greater works shall you do because I go to my Father. So for him, it was just exercising faith according to the word of God and according to his personal experience with Jesus. Beloved, I've come to announce to you that our Lord Jesus is still alive. The miracle worker, the healing Jesus, is still alive that he, as he was years ago. Jesus, the same yesterday, today, and forever. And it's reminding us that if he did it, if Peter could do it, we as believers 
can also do it. I don't know what might be dead or dying in your life. It might not be a human being, you raising a dead person to life. But we can stand in the name of Jesus, in the power of the Holy Ghost, and command that dead business to come back to life. To command that dead organ, that dead kidney, that dead liver to come back to life. That dead relationship to be resurrected. Oh yes. The power is still at work. These things were written for us, not as Sunday school stories or bedtime stories, but to embolden us, to enrich our faith and to give us the confidence that when we stand in His name, in His power, we can do it. The Bible says that the kingdom of God is not in words, but in power. Beloved, that power is at work in us. That power lives in us. The power of God, the power of the Holy Spirit is upon us. And we can stand in that power. We can exercise authority in the name of Jesus. And call on that power to do anything for us. Peter said, Tabitha, arise. What are we substituting with Tabitha? My business arise. My relationship arise. What is it that is dead? The Bible says that we have this treasure in our earthen vessels. The treasure, the treasure of the Spirit of God lives in our earthen vessels that the excellency of power will be unto Him. Beloved, we have to be aware that we are carriers of divine power. We are containers of divine power. And we can exercise it at any time by faith. For God watches over his word to perform. The power is not of us or from us. The power is from God and is of God. All we know is to submit. Oh yes. 
to God. James says that submit yourselves unto God and resist the devil and he shall flee from you. Submit to his authority and exercise that power. Speak it, command it, declare it in the name of Jesus as that power manifests anything and everything comes back to life. The power of resurrection, oh yes. Moses reminded the Israelites that it is God who gives us the power to get wealth. So there's a power in wealth creation. Oh yes. Without the exercise of that power, will be a laughing stock to people. The power gives us the upper hand and the advantage in every situation. The power of God is at work. Jesus did not send the power back now. In Acts 1.8, he says, And you shall receive power when the Spirit comes upon you and you shall be disciples of me in Jerusalem in Samaria in the outermost part of the earth that power is with us we need to consciously walk in it and exercise it oh yes there's nothing impossible when the power is at work. Tabitha, arise. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. Almighty God, lift the light of his countenance upon your lives and grant unto you his peace. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit abide with us now and forevermore. Amen. <music>